I think yoga is the practice of paying attention. On this podcast, Yoga Strong, we talk about what paying attention on the mat, what being aware and being present, whether you're in the studio or out of the studio or in the kitchen or with your family or with your friends in connection, in your heart, in your head. What does paying attention look like for your life? That's what this podcast is all about. That's what Yoga Strong is about. It's not just strong in your muscles and strong in your movement on the mat. It's strong everywhere. This is Yoga Strong with your host, Bonnie Weeks. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. It's good to see you here with you. And I want to talk today about the name of the podcast, Yoga Strong. You know, I talk about paying attention. I mean, you have just listened to the intro where I say the things, right? Yoga is the practice of paying attention. And it's not just strong in your body. It's strong everywhere in your life. And, you know, I, I bring up the phrase pay attention often in this podcast. But I haven't brought up the phrase, you know, like the strong part of it. And, and where does that show up? And, and what is that? And they very much are hand in hand. And I truly believe that as we come to explore and strengthen our bodies, that our capacity in the other parts of our lives and our other faculties, our our head, our heart, um, our emotions, all of those things also increase their, they they increase capacity as, as much as your body is increasing its capacity. And mostly because it is paying attention and it is asking questions and it, and it is exploring new ways of understanding about yourself and if we're willing to do that in a physical way, which can be uncomfortable and, and we don't die, right? <laughs> we're like, oh, I'm still alive. I did this thing that I didn't know I could do. I made a shape with my body that I had never thought of before. I found strength in a pose that I felt like I was weak in. Um, I maybe a, a pose that has felt really difficult all of a sudden felt easy, or maybe a pose that I, I always take to the extreme place I was able to learn how to back off that you know so like all these things for our physical body and this practice of of the physical you know mat time is or off the mat right doesn't matter if you have a mat it's just a prop but how that filters into the rest of our life and and into the capacity that we have to explore our emotions and to sit with our emotions and to name them and to recognize them and to let them exist that the more capacity I think we have in conversation to be able to recognize that we don't know everything and maybe um, we can be better listeners and maybe we can show up in relationships in different ways and and where is it that we haven't turned and looked and what is what is there a little edge of our heart or our head or our understanding or whatever that is that that we're like oh I could go into that deeper Oh, and that's a scary place. And I haven't looked at that. And that part of my life is, is not something that feels very comfortable, but I didn't die at yoga today and I won't die here. And if anything, it's just going to expand you outward. It's going to make you bigger. It's going to make your awareness bigger. It's going to make your life bigger. And I think it expands then our, our opportunity to interact with the world. You know, I was listening to a podcast with um, friend Matthew. He's on Instagram at Leaders of Movement, and he had a podcast where he was he was interviewed, and I loved the way that he was talking about all this, and it's very similar to exactly how I think. And um, so, if you 
are a teacher or a coach in any way, I would recommend that. I mean, of course, anybody can listen to it, but he speaks a, a lot to coaching as well. And I just, you know, he spoke to this as well. So this has kind of all been in my head and, and we've had some conversation about it. Just that the way that we can show up with the world and, and I mean, that sounds really big, but our world is, you know, our, our neighborhood and our world is our family and our world is our town and our world is maybe it's worldwide. Maybe you have a, a social media presence there. Maybe you have a job that puts you with lots of people. What, you know, maybe it's small. Maybe it's like, this is my knitting group. This is my world, right? Okay. How can that expand? And I think, uh, that as we, explore our physical body which then it makes us explore emotional mental and internal body that it allows us to show up in the world with a new perspective and it helps us it helps us with our story and you know any (laughs) all marketing is good stories right is you can tell a story you can market something and uh, stories, stories sell things, right? And what is the story that you're selling yourself about your life? And is it a story that if somebody was marketing to you that you would want to buy? And who's telling that story? Are you telling that story? Are you letting somebody else tell that story? Are you telling the story from a current perspective? Or are you telling that story from an old perspective? Where are the edges? Where are the unexplored places? Where is the softer side? Where is the stronger side? Where's the parts where you're paying attention and saying, I wonder, because the story is ours to make up and it's ours to change, it's ours to share, it's ours to keep, it's ours to give away, it's ours to hold, it's ours to release. And I think there's so much power in understanding that the story that we tell about ourselves to others and to ourselves holds immense power for our direction in our life. I'm gonna read you something. I had a friend who reached out to me, sent me an, an email and is reading this book titled Women Rowing North. And she sent me a quote from that that I've actually been reading in, in my yoga class this week and talking directly to this. Okay, so from Women Rowing North. Good stories build good lives. When we are lonely, we can remember our good times with loved ones a blazing sunset, or a 16th birthday dinner when everyone told us precisely what they loved about us. When we re-examine our stories with a focus on clarity, acceptance, and resilience, we grow in confidence and joy. Our stories, if carefully considered, allow us to heal from the pain of the past and live vibrantly in the present. We could define wisdom as the capacity to skillfully select our narratives. When we do this, we experience our lives as filled with meaning. Every present day event resonates with the decades of past events. We can be grateful for everything that led us to the moment we are inhabiting. This is how life becomes sacred. It is hallowed by story. Oh, she sent me this email and I, uh, a couple days ago and, and I was like halfway through it and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm crying. (laughs) 
which we all know if you've been listening for a while, <laughs> that's the thing, right? <laughs> Expand what I can do. My body, I'm like, and now apparently I cry. <laughs> um, oh, I've been crying for a long time, so it's great. Um, not at the moment. <laughs> Just allowing myself to be emotional. But I think, you know, I, I've I've had a couple of personal things this past week that I've been thinking about and and some changes and, you know, on big changes in general and in, in the most recent part of, of my own life. And I think reading something like that where it speaks so directly to telling story and, and I love how it says in that quote, we could define wisdom as the capacity to skillfully select our narratives. And I really like that idea of like, what, how are we wise? And having wisdom be, you know, in part a definition of like, what stories do we tell? Because the stories that we tell, we give power to. So are you giving power to something in your life that you don't want to give power to because you're letting it be your story? And is there a way that you can change the way that you talk about something so that you can believe something different and tell a different story? And, oh, like, and even this, if you carefully consider, um, no, wait, where are we at? Uh, reexamine our stories with a focus of clarity, acceptance, and resilience. We grow in confidence and joy. I mean, I don't know any one of us who doesn't want to, like, have more confidence, right? We're like, um, how about over here, right? <laughs> let's, let's have more confidence in what we're doing, what we want, what direction we're going, and to have more joy, and that we can get those things as we as we reexamine them and focus on the clarity, acceptance, and resilience. Like those things have happened. And and what do we do with those? Could we go back and change those? No. Could we, you know, there's no what ifs. It's like, and this is now. This is now. This is now. Here I am. And I've been saying that phrase a lot. Um, I just say, here I am. And I've been using the phrase, this is me. Like, this is me here I am. And it's felt really powerful to me. And, and even just like for yourself, maybe stand, uh, this is something I've done and, you know, just stand, look in the mirror, even you don't have to have a mirror, but just hand, have your hands out to the side, like make let yourself get big. This is me. Here I am. This is me. Here I am. This is now. And what story are we allowing to be the director? And is it the story that we actually want to sell ourselves? And if it's not, like where can we pay attention to the things that we're saying? And I think that the tool that we can use to pay attention and to examine our story is meditation. Meditation meaning in this in, in this moment <laughs> meditation meaning like sit quiet with yourself and maybe sitting quiet looks like you're sitting on a cushion on the floor and you're having breathing patterns that you're doing maybe it means you're sitting on your bed you don't have music playing you don't have a device next to you maybe you have a journal and maybe you can just sit there for a minute like without other distractions let yourself have to be with your thoughts and maybe it will be being in the car. I mean, if you're driving the car right now, then this is the opposite of what I'm saying, but like, don't have a podcast on, don't be sending a Marco Polo to someone. Don't be, 
listening to the radio, right? And so if you don't, and if you don't have any other passengers in the car, like, so if you're by yourself, like what can that alone time sitting in the car just with your head? And it can be real difficult if we're not used to the quiet. But I think it's when we allow some quiet in our lives, that then we can recognize the stories that we're telling. And I want you, I want you so badly to sell yourself the story of confidence and of joy and of resilience. And that does not mean that you're not going to be crumbling on the floor. That does not mean that you're not, you're going to be walking the, like I, I'm walking the dog and I'm dropping to my knees or I, I was sitting by a garbage can a couple of weeks ago as I was walking the dog and I was like, I'm just going to sit right here next to this garbage can with the dog and cry for a second. Cause I am like, Oh, there's a lot. So that doesn't mean that those things don't exist. It just means that I'm paying attention. I'm recognizing them and saying, okay, well, that didn't kill me. So here we go. What's the next thing? What, what, what do I do with this? And, and what now? And what now? And like, it's a whole woven tapestry together. And speaking of tapestry, that, that, that line is in um, Sarah Blondin's uh, what am I saying? Not podcasts. Um, meditations. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, body. Uh, meditations on insight timer. I really enjoy listening to those and, and, uh, she uses that word in one of her meditations tapestry, but, um, she says actually in one of hers that I've listened to, I wrote this down. She said, we cannot see the gift in what we resist. And, as it pertains to narratives, as it pertains to stories, as it pertains to, to expanding our strength in all areas of our life, like a refusal to see something and to see it as part of our life or part of our current life, part of our past life or whatever. You know, we only have our life right now. We, we only have this life in this exact second. We cannot see the gift in what we resist. So what are we resisting that we're afraid to look at, that we're afraid to, to rewrite or whatever that looks like? What, is the, what are the places in our lives that we're resisting that we can breathe bigger with, that we can move bigger with, that we can explore, that we can say, I can sit in some unknown I can turn and flip this whole thing over or work it backwards. And those places that we resist that feel like work, that feel gritty, like those are important places. And there is a gift there. There's a gift there when we stop resisting and we say, this is the time. This is now. This is me. This is me. And we can't fully say that if we're not in a continual process of that exploration of the curiosity of the paying attention. And that's what makes us strong. That's what makes us be like, oh, I am here and I am alive. That is when it's alive and you're going to feel things and we're going to feel all the things that we want to feel. We want to. So we're not dead. We are alive. And we have powerful stories to tell. And stories bring us together stories bring us together and they make our lives rich. So one more time, 
if we get to find wisdom as the capacity to skillfully select our narratives. Every present day event resonates with the decade of past events. We can be grateful for everything that led us to this moment we are inhabiting. This is how life becomes sacred. It is hallowed by story. And I, you know, speaking of that last, the last little bit, this is how life becomes sacred. You know, growing up in, in a Christian way, sacred has something to do with the church and, and, you know, all the words that kind of, um, were part of my, my Christian upbringing. I, I love, I love rediscovering meaning around those in a way that, that feels real to me that is different than when I grew up and sacred is one of those and it's the same and it's different it says you know that that life that's how you make your life sacred and I just I think there's there's a, a feeling with that that type of phrase around like it's my life it's not like keeping a, a building sacred or an idea of something else sacred it's me like I am worthy of having a full living experience and having a narrative tell and having somebody listen to it just as much as you are. And that is how we make our lives sacred together is this, this paying attention is skillfully selecting our narratives is allowing ourselves to explore strength in all capacities of our life and to explore our boundaries and our movement there. And that is where we have power. Power is the strength and this grace to move all together. And that is, <laughs> I, I know this is a little, it's a little bit heady, but like this, this is, you know, this is the yoga. This is, you know, I, we don't have an hour time frame and any yoga class for me. I could just, you know, talk about this this whole time. You know, it's been, you know, over 17 minutes now. <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> we could get through some things in a physical asana type of way. But this is, this is why the physical asana matters to me. Because it has enlarged my capacity everywhere else where now I can be here on this podcast and talk to you about this. And this is part of my yoga class. But I, I'm not saying all these things exactly in yoga class, but this is yoga class. And yoga class should be, well, for me, I, I really like yoga class. I, I want it to have a playfulness to it. I want it to have it, but you have to pay attention and it's going to require strength and it's going to be require some, some inquis, you know, some inquisitive, inquisitivity, <laughs> um, some questioning and that all of that is just filters into, you know, a conversation like this. Oh, so on this note, I'm going to leave you with with this, what is your story? How are you telling it? How are you marketing to yourself? Is it the story you want to tell? Is it a story you're proud of? Is it the story you're like, hell yes, I want to tell this story. If it's not, how can you change it? How can you change it that you're like, this is my story? Like, how are you so proud of the story? You should be the best marketer of your life. 
the best marketer of your life? What is it that you're paying attention to your life that is worth selling in your eyes, not to anybody else, in your eyes? And like, that's your power. That's what you're, that's what you're giving power to in your life. Whatever story you're selling, you're giving that power. So if it's a story that's making you feel down, if it's a story that's keeping you small, then change your story. Like now is the time. This is a time. This is the only time that we have this second to change your story. Sit quiet. Remember, we cannot see the gift in what we resist. Love to you all. I will talk to you soon. Mwah.